This is Downtown Daily Dime NBA Preview Podcast. The Downtown Pod Network on Facebook and Twitter at Downtown Pod. Email downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. Now, today's show. NBA Scores of the Day. Heat 109, Nets 106. Celtics 113, Knicks 104. Grizz 115, Timberwolves 107. Mavs 114, Lakers 100. Pistons 132, Spurs 98. Thunder 107, Pelicans 104. Magic 100, Warriors 96. Raptors 130, Jazz 110. Clippers 150, Wizards 125. These NBA highlights on Downtown Daily Dime podcast brought to you by The Render. Check it out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at The Render NBA. Enjoy. Be taken by Dallas. Doncic with KCP on him to start the game. Look at LeBron! Took it right away from Kristaps LBJ! <laughs> LeBron is active today, and Rick Carlisle is close to a technical. He felt that Porzingis got stripped and fouled. No whistle. And the Lakers go down and get LeBron the easy flush. So the Lakers come out of the locker room with a little bit of momentum this time and lead off the start by four. Four. it up and misses. Lakers a chance for the break. With the handle it's AD. The big fella out of the backcourt. Good bounce to Caruso. The Caruso on a great feed from AD. AD pretended like he was going to Rondo on that play. Did a great job of looking off the defender. But all of a sudden Caruso is available. Open path for the rim. The delivery by Davis and the finish by Caruso. And just like that, the Lakers go back up by 10. Memphis can get here with 1.2 coming to the steal, and he breaks it in. Wow! What a finish for the Timberwolves. See what Memphis can get here with 1.2 coming to the steal, and he breaks it in. Wow! What a finish for the Timberwolves. Just shoot. Rondo with the Lakers. Lob under the Howard with the left hand above the rim and tap it. Ten. Dallas brought it right back. Now it's been back and forth with seven lead changes. Look at AD Sky to get that pass. Wow, Using the Allen screen. Six seconds left. Nets have to hurry. Dinwiddie has to get something going. Dinwiddie's three. He's short. Dinwiddie took far too much time waltzing up the floor, and Miami stuns Brooklyn at the finish for a 109-106 victory. For the Miami Heat, just better execution. Six of them by Anthony Davis, yeah, the, the other one by LeBron. By LeBron, and by the way, LeBron averaging the fewest free throw attempts. Uh-oh, look at Doncic! That was an uh-oh from about the three-point line, wasn't it? Yeah, great change of direction, change of pace, and he went to the rim. And the Wolves get the basketball. 
Chance to get it back to one or tie it with a three. Culver, oh boy! Not a great free throw shooter, 65% in his career. It's the first. Remember, the Nets are out of timeouts. But with 11 seconds left, plenty of time to operate. The interesting thing here will be if Winslow hits this. Supposed to tell those guys not to foul. Free throw is... And AD having some trouble. Now it's Doncic again. Porzingis the flyby by Davis. Boy, he had the patience. He waited. He heard the steps. Yeah, it's a 14-point... <laughs> Deficit facing he, the Lakers. He definitely heard Anthony Davis coming from behind, and he just stopped and said, I'll let you fly by. I've got all the time in the world, and right now the Mavericks have all the space in the world. They need 81-67. And not this time. Think about LeBron. LBJ out of the backcourt. He's going to go one on five, and he has it blocked away. LeBron took on the NBA draft. Dirk. Nowitzki from Würzburg, Germany. Dirk has always been one of my favorite players. Nowitzki hooks it up, puts it in. What a complete offensive Dirk Nowitzki is one of the most unique shot makers to ever play this game. As you all know, I'm a big fan. I am Dirk. And now, please welcome NBA legend, future Hall of Famer, Dirk Nowitzki. Spotlight time. There's Stu Bucky by Miranda. All about defense right now. 21 in the loss to the Hornets Friday. Good ball movement by the Pistons, but the Spurs got to keep scrambling. DeRozan knocks down the jumper, and yes, that is a three. How many he shoots? Four in the first 18 games. 26%. This afternoon, 107-89. So chances to draw closer, but they can't get it. Dodges. Big time from outside, big time from outside, and it's 110 to 89. Quarter on an 18-2 run, and Bogdanovich then closed it out with 16 of his 33 in the fourth. Pascal, maybe not tonight. Well, that's what you're hoping. Maybe not tonight. If you have the Toronto Raptors, this is what they needed, boy. The other night was... Holtz on the attack again. Count the basket. Somehow, someway. Holtz. Strength in this young man. Watch him get the hit right here. Able to just guide this one in with his hand. Oh, strong hand. The warm on a cold day like today. Oh, it goes in! Plus the moves, Hollis Jefferson. He has just been a. I, I like to look at him as a huge bonus for this team. I, I think, you know, a lot of people know. Obviously, Raptors scouts and management know what Hollis Jefferson brings to the table. You know that hustle, the way he gets after their basketball. But sometimes players 
you know, can fit even better, can even accomplish more depending on. Chich is pretty stuff. Boy, he is just a baller, boy. Doncic all the way, boy. He bodied up. And great defense. Great defense. Bogdanovich, watch out. Going to be a T here. Yeah, it, it, there is. And a technical foul and, right there. Yeah. And you and know what Mark Davis by, did? Yeah. Great Mark, job by Mark Davis. Now, folks, if you didn't catch it, it, it he, he was going to call a T. And if he calls a T before you find out if the Raptors score, you're punishing the Raptors. The problem is Utah, so he's going to call the T, but he's going to let the play finish. All ball. So the Raptors could benefit from the play if it could have. See, right now, he could have called the T right there and said he waits to see what happens, and then he hits Bogdanovich. Yeah, That's good officiating. Yeah, that is a veteran move by Mark Davis, yep. not taking away the opportunity. And Pascal at the foul line. And he comes talking about how defense, man. Hollis, Hollis Jefferson, just so aggressive right there. Looked like it was all ball, a little theatrics from Bogdanovich. But just the patience of Mark Davis. He's ready to team up, but he's yeah. just going to wait till the right time. Right. By the way, I do not have, as do you, a massive photo. Action packed photo, by the way. Oh! Pascal drills a three. 26 points. Of your days at Syracuse, by the way, at the Carrier Dome. By the bathroom. I'll be in the bathroom. What, what a, a half for the Raptors. Season best 77 points in the first half. Shot clock all the way down. It's going up, and it'll be a three. And he'll get it. That's what he does. Thing is, the clock started late anyway. Right. So the clock should have started right, right there. there, and it didn't. So it's a lot of time. So if you stop it, you can say about point four. Because you can't penalize the Pelicans because the clock didn't start. Tough situation all the way around. Looking more and more, it's going to be five straight. But you never know. You gotta protect home better. Yeah, you do. Well, defender Willie Collie Stein. Skip pass. Oh, pass wow, back in that. by Draymond. The block by Isaac. Oh, and the ricochet up and in. <laughs> That's just how you draw it up. <laughs> He's to five and then. The eyes of Freddie looked to the top of the key instead of looking down low. And then once he saw the defense reacted to his look, he was able to throw that pass. Great job, my friend. Green. And batted away. Here's Powell. Chance to run. Lead pass. Pascal. Good. He's got 35. And a timeout taken by the Utah Jazz. And a 6-0 run. Back that's to how, 22. That's how quickly things can change, Matt. But Fred Van Fleet. Look at this. He's going to look. He's looking at the man up top that throws it down low or up high to Ananobi. Holtz down the lane. Beautiful shovel. Isaac gets the dunk. Steve Kerr's got to use the timeout. You know he's feeling good. Just a beautiful shovel pass. Didn't need to spin afterwards. He's just styling on him just to make it look good. He just wanted to be on the highlight film. That's all that was. They're giving credit. Get downhill. Orlando Magic are not going to give this game up very easily. This is his third team. Remember, drafted in the lottery by the Nuggets and played with the Knicks, and now here with the Jazz. And for him, it's still 
had Fred open. Grand Fortunately, the towel played some great D on that. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's nice you can laugh. Hey, come on, Fred's like, come on, man, I'm hot. I'm five from seven from downtown. Fultz kind of directing traffic here. Draymond's got the youngster. Markel Fultz putting it up and in and giving the Magic the lead. That's confidence going up against Draymond Green. He kind of slowed down. Up by Pat Beverly, the Clippers recycle. George with the handle, the scoop, and the score. Wow. Record last year in terms of points scored together. They've only gotten better. How about a turnover here comes Paul George. Oh, my. He covered a lot of ground from Tico. Spins into a double team and then loses the ball. Gets it back. Here's Patterson alone for three. Kawhi gets the rebound. Straightens himself out. Tucks up. Kawhi. Here we are again on Downtown Daily Dime. We weren't with you yesterday for professional reasons. We apologize for that. But we're back and uh, we're going to wrap and preview the games in the NBA coming up on a Tuesday here in Australia. Not many games in the NBA this afternoon. So if you're lucky enough to have the day off and relax, unwind and catch a few games, then that's fantastic. There is, having a look at the schedule, one, two, three, four, five, six games we're going to have a look at the odds, uh, pick out a couple of winners, hopefully for you, and see if we can get all the winners picked so you can enjoy your day of NBA. If you're betting, of course, as always, gamble responsibly. Um, here on Downtown Daily Dime, we will just give you a bit of a mate's look. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, at Downtown Pod, that would be extremely awesome. Uh, tweet us, follow us, of course, message us. Tell your mates, tell your mum, tell your grandma, tell your kids, tell everyone to come downtown. It's the Downtown Daily Dime on the Downtown Pod Network. Uh, email, of course, as always, downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. And if you want to correspond with us and perhaps you've got a sneaky bet that you want us to cover for an upcoming game, tweet it to us at Downtown Pod. Uh, of course, messages, uh, retweet, share, all that kind of stuff on the socials. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Red Circle website. Uh, cheers, Red Circle, our main hosting site. Uh, we are on there and, and we would love to get your correspondence. Uh, of course, rate, review, follow. All that kind of stuff. Okay, let's get into the slate of games in the NBA. And the game of the night for me as a Phoenix Suns fan, the Suns are tackling the Charlotte Hornets. This one is in Charlotte, and the current uh, markets look a little bit like this. So the uh, the Suns are favorites at 161. Currently, the Hornets are at 251. So Suns going in favorites. It's a bit of an interesting one, the Suns. I mean, they rose early and had a pretty good start of the season, but they're still more than a week away from getting center and number one draft. Big DeAndre Ayton back in their rotation. So they're they kind of aiming to be at that 500 mark when they get him back in their rotation. They've only won once in their last seven games at Minnesota, the Suns, a uh, one and six. They'll see how their favorite in this game. I'm not too sure from a... Uh, 
a non-Suns perspective. It's at Charlotte. They've been winning some good games recently. Ignore their last outing. The Hornets, of course, um, had a double against the Detroit Pistons. They won both of them, both home and away. And last time they were in action, uh, it wasn't it wasn't a great result. It wasn't a great result. They got absolutely done by the Bucks by 41 points. But the Bucks and the Suns is a bit of a uh, a bit of a golf in quality, should we say, between these two teams. Um, if you're looking at are those two teams in their seasons? Um, yeah, so the Charlotte, uh, the Lions at minus four for the Suns, jump all over Charlotte plus four at home. The uh, the over under 225 and a half. I've got Charlotte winning this game. And uh, to get them with a four-point handicap so the Suns can win by up to three points uh, or Charlotte win, then I think you should be all over that. Aiden would be back next week. This team can score, but uh, the Suns are they can score. Defense, non-existent. Rubio and Baines are back, but uh, Rubio not 100%. Baines, neither. couple of wins against Detroit. As I said, the Hornets just got slammed last week against the Bucks last game. Uh, Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, they'll lift. Uh, I can see big comeback game here. Frank Kaminsky for the Suns going back up against um, back up against his old team in Charlotte. It's a limited team, uh, but I'm pretty happy to say the Suns will uh, will probably get the job done. But I can't see I can't see a big win happening here for Phoenix. The wins against Detroit for the Hornets. I mean, not impressive, but at home, watch for the Hornets to keep this one close. I'm thinking the Suns might win the end, but at home, Suns in a, in a rotten patch of form. They can't keep anyone out right now. Uh, but these two teams don't defend at all. The uh, the Hornets gave up 137 points to the, the Bucks, so over 225 and a half is a shoe in for me. So Hornets plus four and over 225 and a half in this game. Um, look, they've played overs um, eight in their last ten. Both of these teams. So uh, elite Bucks team last time. Um, obviously, Bucks are going to always score on you. To give up 130 plus though is not good for their defense. And Phoenix, uh, Phoenix can score. They had a Wizards game last week, which was 140 to one to 130 in the end. So this one is going way over, no doubt about it. Radio moving straight ahead. Let's uh, tackle the next one, and I'm gonna jump into Utah and Philadelphia. This one has potential to be the game of the night in the NBA. So it's one of those ones you can mount a case for both teams to have a go winning this game. Um, for me, it's in Philly. The preview is here, and the preview says that uh, that Philadelphia at minus 5.5, that is the line. Um, I'm jumping all over that. The Utah Jazz are great. On the road, not fantastic. 106.8 points per game this season for the Jazz, 108.9 for the Sixers. Joel Bede rocked up, um, and they're hosting the Utah Jazz. They are perfect at home, so if you want to jump on the whim, just jump on the win for the 76ers. The Jazz are not rocking in. They are not winning. It's it's pretty simple. Sixers scrambled for the win um, against the Pacers by three. The Pacers, for me, are a better team than the Utah Jazz, more rounded. The Jazz have good contributors, but I reckon uh, Joel Embiid will drag Gobert out of that key, and I reckon they'll win this one uh, pretty easily. I've got them winning by at least six plus. So if you're thinking about the line, five and a half is pretty good. The over-under is 208. Jump all over the over in this game. The 76ers in the last game they had was meant to go way under against the Pacers. It went way over, 119-116, which tells me that this 76ers team is finding a bit of a patch of form in terms of the offensive quality they've got right now. So jump on the 76ers on the over, over 208, and, and they'll cover. I reckon they'll win by at least six points 
the uh, the line right now is minus five and a half. So I've got the 76ers winning this game by six plus. Right. Next up. Well, this one could be absolutely anything. Bucks and New York Knicks. This one is at New York. And uh, the line for this is Bucks minus 15 and a half. In some markets, you're getting minus 16 and a half. Look, the Bucks smashed the Hornets by just over 40 points. So this is a huge line. And you're thinking, surely the Knicks won't be that bad to get beaten by 16 plus. Well, they will. Simple as that. The Bucks are going to win this one by 20-plus. The Bucks have a, have a habit of letting a couple of teams back in late. The Knicks, I am picking, will start this game well. So don't be upset if the Knicks are in front at quarter time. They are playing the second game of a back-to-back. The Bucks are resting. New York was competitive against Boston in the fourth quarter. They floundered down the stretch. But, um, but look, this is a... Absolutely pure, pure line for the Bucks, and you do not want to be going for the Knicks in that fourth quarter. They struggle in that fourth quarter massively to to even do much, even to score in that fourth quarter. They could be in front at a three quarter time and still lose by twenty plus. That's how poor this Knicks team is. Bucks are scoring at one twenty point three. Knicks are scoring at one hundred one point six. So if they're true to their two averages, then the Bucks win by twenty or nineteen. So you, just by going on that, it's Bucks. It's Bucks. Eight and one their last nine meetings. If you want to go for the win, it's a very narrow price, but I mean, jump on it. They're going to definitely win this. Janus is averaging 20.7 um, and uh, 15 and three against the Knicks with him in the starting lineup since 2013 14. The Knicks, uh, those three wins uh, came a long time ago, though. A win on Monday would give Milwaukee's 12 straight victories. They, they are going to be going for the win. No doubt about this. The Knicks, four and 16. They were competitive, but still lost by nine against Boston in their last outing. Uh, look, they are going down to the Bucks and going down by a lot in this game. Jump on it. Don't be scared. Big line, but jump all over it. Jump all over it now. The over-under, 222.5. I mean, I would go the under with this. Bucks, 120.3. I can see a scoreline being about 115 to 90 in this game, or perhaps 120 to 100, maybe 105. Um, and that's not going to get the job done at all for the over-under of 222.5. It's, it's way over. The Knicks will be stifled by a quality, quality Bucks defense. Right. Uh, what have we got next? Golden State and Atlanta. Well, this one could be competitive because the Atlanta Hawks were anything but against the Rockets in their last outing. Holy moly, that game was intense. James Harden had 60 at three-quarter time and then sat. Atlanta Hawks still got to 100 points, but uh, it was an absolute disgusting performance. How Lloyd Pierce isn't sacked as coach of this uh, team is beyond me. They are wasting, wasting a career year. Uh, at this point guard spot from Trey Young. No one else around. John Collins out with his drug ban. You know, that only makes things worse. But uh, James Harden and uh, the Rockets slammed this Hawks team. Um, and do you know what? I can see it happening again against the Golden State Warriors. The only thing in this game that puts it in the favor of the Hawks is is it is it is at Papa, is that the game is at Atlanta and the Hawks are competitive at home. The Warriors cannot perform on the road. So Warriors, for me, to cover Hawks to win. The line's minus six and a half. There's no way the Hawks are blowing the Warriors out by more than seven in this game. Golden State are hitting a little bit of form, but apart from Trey Young, um, there's no one else who likes to score. DeAndre Hunter, bit of a down patch recently. 
But um, look, I reckon it's going to be the Golden State Warriors to cover this. They could even get the win. This Atlanta Hawks team is is not great. Um, if you would have thought these two teams faced off this point of the season, they would have had four and 16 records. Not many, but here we are. Hawks are favorites. These two teams are very similar. Warriors, a little bit, little, a bit of a better defense. That's why I like the Warriors to cover in this game. The road team is 6-2 and two against the spread in the last eight meetings between the two teams. Uh, back to Warriors to cover. For the total and the over-under, 223. I'd stay far away because both teams can be inconsistent on both sides of the ball. Both of these teams have had high-scoring games. Both these teams have had low-scoring games. The Warriors are giving up 116 points. The Hawks are giving up 119 points. So if that continues, then it's going way over. 223. Um, if you had to go the over-under, over's the play. Over's the play for sure. These two teams don't want to play some defense. Hawks at home love playing an offensive, entertaining style. Um, and the Warriors can get it cooking as well at times. At times. Radio, two more games. Let's move right along. It's Sacktown. They are hosting the Chicago Bulls. And this one, uh, not good reading if you're a Chicago fan because the Sacktown Kings, minus five is their line. Chicago Bulls are coming to an end of their three-game road trip. They're tired. Two days off, but their confidence can't be high. They have lost on this road trip to Golden State and Portland, two of the worst teams, not only in the West, but the uh, entire NBA. Chicago now 6-14. Nobody other than Zach Levine's averaging more than 13 points for this team. Sacramento, they beat Denver, and their two most recent setbacks have come at Philly by six and Boston by one. They're finding some form. They're rocking in. This is my pick of the day. Minus five, give me minus 10. Kings to roll this one by 11 plus, if you can jump on that. No Jaron Fox, no um, no Bagley. It's all down to Buddy Hield and Harrison Barnes. Look, if Fox and Bagley are in, give me minus 20 on this Kings team. Seriously, they will slaughter the Chicago Bulls. Mark my absolute words. The over-under is 210. No, I would tend to stay away from this. Um if I had to, I'd go the over just because of this. The Sacramento Kings are playing some good basketball right now. Um, Chicago are known to have some hot nights on the end of their road trips. They're actually averaging more points per game than the Sacramento Kings are. But the last few games, the Kings have been competitive with the higher quality teams. So the overrun at the moment is 210. I would take the over just. Bulls averaging 106, Kings 104. That's what it is. They add the two averaging scores up and they get the over under total. Um, jump on the over. If you must, I'd stick away from it. I'd go Kings 11 plus in this matchup as my tip of the day. Last game, Indiana and Memphis tomorrow. This one uh, shapes up as a fantastic battle. I believe the Grizz are going to wear their Vancouver jerseys once again. So if you tuned this game, let me know what they do. Uh, this is at FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee, of course. The Grizz 109.3 points again. Uh, pace of 109.6. So a very tight matchup. The Grizz defense, though, lacking. Now, Jar Morant uh, crushed into a photographer. He missed Sunday's game with back spasms. Keep an eye out on this because if he misses, uh, jump on the paces minus six and a half. But if he doesn't, if he does play, then the Grizz. This could be our upset of the night. I reckon the Grizz could win this game. Indiana are six and a half point favorites. They're coming off a pretty good, um, pretty good game against the 76ers. Fell late to a three point, uh, three point. But in this game, they had 19 turnovers. Look. 
Second leg of a back-to-back. They've had a bit of a night off. They played an overtime game last week. Um, the Grizz have been pretty good. They've been at home for a while now. Um, look, no Oladipo, of course. But for the Grizzlies, they are coming into some form. They've got a few, a few rookies. So it depends if the rookies turn up and score. But at 6.5 at home, jump on the Grizz. Any team with more than a plus 5... Um, you know, line at home, I would get on, get on that. So plus six and a half, plus six and a half Grizz for me against an Indiana team that look should win. But if you're going to get six free points as a Grizz, then uh, then roar, jump on Memphis. Now over under is two seventeen. Take a look at what these two teams average one oh nine, one oh nine. That's about two eighteen. This is going under. I would say under, but. Not with any confidence, so uh, so don't jump on the over/under in this game. I would go Grizz one to ten, Grizz to cover plus six and a half um, would be some excellent bets. If you just want to win and you just want the win, Indiana outright is pretty good, but protect yourself. Get on Memphis Grizzlies plus six and a half. It means the Pacers can still win by up to six if you're new to this betting game. Okie dokie, there it is. That is the uh, the previews uh, for the six games in the NBA. If you're having a bet. As always, gamble responsibly or just enjoy the NBA tomorrow. Six quality games on the slate and uh, and enjoy. Have a bet, have a win. Tweet us, Facebook, uh, email, or, you know, at Downtown Pod. Let us know what you do. If you can pick a game later in the week that you think uh, you can preview and you can give us a few hot tips and a few uh, few hot betting trends, then get on the uh, Facebook and Twitter at Downtown Pod. Email downtownpodhoops at gmail.com. Uh, that'd be great. That'd be great. So, even if you're tuning in on, on your way to work or you're tuning in anywhere uh, for this uh, this uh, six games in this on this Tuesday afternoon or morning of NBA here in Australia, then enjoy your day, enjoy your NBA, um, and we're going to get into some breaking news. Hold up. Breaking news here on Downtown Daily Dime, dishing the dime out to you. The news, let's uh, let's have a look. Let's scroll through some NBA Twitter and th- scroll through some NBA news and bring you what's going on. Nets guard Kyrie Irving has begun some on-court exercises. He continues to rehab from a right shoulder impingement, head coach Kenny Atkinson said. Uh, missed the past eight games, but will sit again when the team hosts Miami. Uh, that was Today, of course, the Nets um, accruing a six and two record over that stretch, and uh, with Irving, of course, on a four year deal with the with the uh, Brooklyn Nets, they lost by three today to the Heat. Uh, yeah, and uh, without Irving, Kevin Durant, Karis LeVert, Wilson Chandler, um, the Nets have, have been doing a pretty good a pretty good deal of winning and competing in most games. The NBA's waiver claims order changes today, so December 1 is a modern day, but it will change the way waiver claims are processed for the rest of the season. The change is very important for the Warriors, who are now first in line after being 28th. Uh, they're off to a 4-16 and 16 start. So the first team who is eligible to claim a player off waivers is the Warriors, and the Hawks, the Knicks, the Cavs, and the Grizz are all next because the waiver claims are reverse standing oriented. Uh, so there you go. Fantastic. Uh, okay, let's jump on to some uh, more news. If you've got some news that we've missed and you think we should include it on the podcast, then uh, then please tweet us at DowntownPod. 
Magic forward Alfaro Camino has a torn meniscus in his right knee. An MRI revealed the damage. He will be evaluated further to see how he'll be treated and how long he'll be out of action. He uh, was a three-year signee for a $29 million deal with Orlando in July. He's played 21 minutes per night through 18 games in a reserve role and is only averaging 4.3 points. But it's a magic It's a magic blow. It's a blow for the magic with uh, Vucevic, Carter Williams, Aaron Gordon, who returned this week, uh, but not 100%. Jonathan Isaac and and, uh, and and Wesley Awundu all out um, in terms of injuries for the Orlando Magic. Okay, taking a look with uh, some more. Mello is uh, continuing to impress after being with the Trailblazers. One year non-guaranteed, 17.7 points per game, and they've turned their season around with three straight wins. The Blazers, sensational for them. Uh, if you, as I said, if you've got some more news, hit us up at Downtown Pod on Twitter. Jar Morant was sidelined with back spasms in the last game against the Grizz. He is uh, out of action on a week-to-week basis, so very important to track that against uh, their um, their game tonight. If he's out, of course, that uh, that swings things uh, away from the Grizz' favour completely. So Morant substance provides an opportunity for Tyus Jones, who came to the Memphis uh, Memphis Grizzlies. And the Timberwolves declined to match a three-year, $24 million offer sheet for him. So with uh, with Morant out, watch this space. All Grizz games go on the opposite team for sure. For the Heat, the 10-game suspension for Heat guard Dion Waiters has come to an end. Um, he was in his fourth season with the organization. He suffered a panic attack on a, on a flight after consuming a gummy edible laced with THC. So a very interesting situation. Uh, don't expect him to play anytime soon, though. Uh, he will just be with with the team in the meantime on the practice courts. For the Wiz, CJ Miles could miss the rest of the season with a wrist injury, unfortunately for CJ. He's been playing more in a reserve role for the Washington Wizards this particular season. He is 32. Uh, he was just over 16 minutes per contest. He's not the focal point of the offense at all, but provides a scoring punch and floor spacing off the bench. Um, if you missed it, of course, James Harden scored 60 points in three quarters as the Rockets blew out the uh, the Atlanta Hawks. He was going to play the fourth quarter and was short of his career high, um, but but coach D'Antoni sat him for the whole fourth quarter. Um, just out of a mark of respect, I'd say, uh, 100%. We take a look at uh, what games are to come tomorrow in the NBA as we move past our breaking news segment. There's more, of course, more than the games we previewed today. Tomorrow on the pod, we're going to preview Pistons, Cavs, Magic, Wizards, Heat, Raptors, Mavs, Pelicans, Rockets, Spurs, Lakers, Nuggets, and Trail Blazers, Clippers. We're going to preview all those, bring you some latest betting trends, and give you my tips uh, to hopefully get you amongst the cash if you bet on the NBA. And if you do, of course, gamble responsibly as always. If you love just knowing who's favorite and uh, and what's cracking in the, in the NBA world, then you've come to the right place as well. Downtown Daily Dime, your NBA preview, uh, betting tips, and breaking news podcast. Your go-to, your one-stop shop for NBA quality information. It's Downtown Daily Dime. Let's wrap this thing up. Hold up. All right, time to get out of here and uh, 
and enjoy some NBA for the day on Downtown Daily Dime podcast on the Downtown Pod Network at Downtown Pod, Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up, like, share, comment, retweet to your mates, to your family, to your friends, to your mum, to your dad, to your grandpa, to your brother, to your sister. Tell everybody, the person next to you at university right now, the person next to you in the car, tell them about Downtown Pod, the only place to catch the latest NBA highlights, the latest NBA betting trends and tips, uh, the previews of all the games in the association every day, and the breaking news you need to get into your ears if you're an NBA fan or love your hoops. Downtown Daily Dime is the only and the one, the only thing you need to get in your ears in terms of podcasts. Downtown Daily Dime. We're back tomorrow with a preview and uh, and a comprehensive wrap um, of what's happening tomorrow in the association. Hope you enjoy your NBA today. A very small slate of games on this Tuesday here in Australia, but uh, but love it. Love every minute of NBA like I do. It's a fantastic sport. What a what a great league it is. The best in the world. As always, jump at us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher and our main podcast hosting site, Red Circle. Links to all that on our Twitter, at DowntownPod. Hit us up there. Comment, retweet, share, all the stuff on socials. Okay, I'm rambling. Time to wrap this up. It's been Downtown Daily Dime. This has been your preview and your one-stop NBA shop for all your betting information, previews, and breaking news. As always, I'm Jack. Keep it easy. Hold up.